We're up to Simon Rish Tzadi Tess. I'd like to do Rish Tzadi Tess and Shin uh, today, if I can. Uh, this is the end of the first half of Hilcha Shabbos. Like in, in the Pais game, there's the first half and the second half. Um, the first half deals with a lot of, you know, davening, Kiddush, Neiris, Havdalah. And then the second half is very uh, Malachos heavy. But we'll see it inside. So the Shulchan Aruch writes in the beginning of Reish Tzaditas, Sif Aleph, Osur le'echel shum davar, oi afilu lishtois yayin, oi shar mashkim chutz mimayim, mishetechshach ad yavdel. You're not allowed to eat or drink anything once it gets dark until you make Havdalah. This is the Isser of eating before Havdalah. Now we'll get through, we'll go through the details about when this starts, what if you didn't do Shalashudis, when's the latest to do Shalashudis. But the Shulchan Aruch is telling us in general there is a prohibition of eating before Havdalah. Before we go right into the Shulchan Aruch, let's analyze what we have so far because the, there's a lot here. Now the Shulchan Aruch does say you're allowed to drink water up to Havdalah, this I mentioned last week. Um, the reason why nobody does is because the Kafachayim brings down that the Arizal was very particular not to drink water, uh, not to even drink water before Havdalah, so therefore the minig is to be machmer. However, according to Shulchan Aruch, even after Mayrev, before Havdalah, you can drink water. Now just to, to add to it, Rav Heinemann, uh, Rav Heinemann says, if let's say you want to follow Shulchan Aruch, you don't want to be machmer in that reason, you want to follow Shulchan Aruch. What's the definition of water? What defines water? Soda. So, I, I, I jotted down on the side. Rehaneman says that you're allowed to drink tea and coffee and seltzer as long as you don't add milk or sugar. Tea, coffee, and seltzer are all considered water in halacha. He then adds, even seltzer that has flavors, as long as it doesn't have sugar, it's considered water. That's Rav Heinemann's gather, the definition of water. So, again, I don't think we follow this way, but... If someone was really, really thirsty and they couldn't make Havdalah yet and they had lemon seltzer that has no sugar, no sugar added lemon seltzer, uh, Rav Heinemann felt that, that that would be fine. Again, it's just something to know in the back of your mind. As well as people like in Belgium now and other communities that Havdalah is very late. So Correct. It would also, exactly. This could morning. be an Igea then as well, potentially. They in the morning, they're allowed to have a coffee, but they can't. No sugar, no tea. Um, okay. Weiter. Now, here's the Shiloh. You're not allowed to eat before Havdalah. Now, the question is, when does that kick in? When does the time of eating, is, the Isser of eating kick in? And what if you have not done Shalashudis yet? So the Meshavur writes in Aleph, Afilu b'safik hashecha, meaning, from Bein HaShemashas, from sunset, you are not allowed to eat anymore. That is the time where you're not allowed to eat anymore. Now, V'ayin l'el, v'meshavur d'naktin l'safik hashecha, take of Meshashaka from sunset, from Shkia, Okay, so therefore the Isser of eating and drinking kicks in from sunset. Now, uh, the truth is, while it's obviously, according to this, very much ideal to eat, to begin Shalashudis before sunset, right? that way you avoid the Shaila, what happens if you have not yet done Shalashudis, right? So now you have this Isser of eating, which begins after Tseis, but we're Machmer that it begins after sunset, but I have the Mitzvah Shalashudis. I haven't done it yet. So the truth is, in the old Hashivenu, that's why over here, I, people, someone once got annoyed at me that we started Mincha too late. Over here, I do what I do is I do Mincha five minutes before candle lighting. So it's 23 minutes before sunset. Mincha on Shabbos is about 13 minutes, 12, 13 minutes, which gives you a good 10, 15 minutes to begin, to, to begin eating. Now, that's not a lot of time if you live far away, 
we eat shalshas downstairs, or if you're close by, it's not, it's not, it's not so terrible. But let's say you dive in a shtibel, and by the time you're done mincha, it's already shkia, it's already past sunset. So the Mishabura writes like this. I'll read you the Mishabura, and I'll tell you the practical halach in a moment. The Mishabura says, Delina achila sudashlishis, beginning shalashudis, which is obviously a mitzvah, imloy acham lekoidim, if for whatever reason you did not eat shalashudis before sunset, you have to eat it out even after shkia, because the mitzvah of this overrides the potential suffix iser. Meaning, you have to realize, why is it that it's also from sunset? Nothing ever starts from sunset. Nothing begins at sunset, ideally. It's that it starts at night, and we're not sure sunset might be night. All sunset is a suffix. So when it comes to stopping you from doing a mitzvah, we're not going to be that machmer. So we want you to start shalashudis. Now how far could you go? The Mishaburu writes like this. Um, okay, meaning that even if not for Shalash of this, um, if you're very, very hungry, until 30 minutes before it says. So let's say you hold 72 minutes. Yeah? So 30 minutes before that would be 42. That means you could potentially eat 42 minutes after Shkia. Up to 42 minutes after Shkia. Now, Practical halacha, it's like this. Rav Aaron, Rav Heinemann brings down that Rav Aaron held that you're allowed, he followed this, that you could eat, begin Shalshud this for 40 minutes after Shkia. The Yavid, you could go for 40 minutes. Because again, that's the Mishaburah says. Now, many people question this Mishaburah and they say, well, 40 minutes, that's, that's late. By the way, we dive in Meir 50 minutes. So think about how late that is. We dive in Meir of Matzai Shabbos here 50 minutes after sunset. Rav Aaron held that you could begin eating the meal, Shalshud this. Up to 40 minutes. And much later as man, obviously. No, no. He, he just held that. Okay, so so just to explain this. Now, Rav Aaron, if you hold a full 72, then 30 minutes before Seis is 40 minutes after sunset. We over here hold that Seis is actually 50 minutes. We have a truncated 72 becomes 50. So it's hard to know. I'll, I'll tell you like this. Rav Moshe was shocked at this header. Ramesha was surprised, and Ramesha felt that that's not appropriate. Ramesha held that you can go nine minutes after Shkia. That's what Ramesha held. No, no, but have nine minutes. Ramesha only felt comfortable. it's better to wash before Shkia. Everybody holds it's better to wash. two minutes. Everybody holds it's better to wash before. Rav Aaron held that Bidiyavid, you can go up to 40. Ramesha held nine. But let me just explain where does nine minutes come from. So very, very big kids are. I've, I've probably explained this many, many times over the years, but shmamish, shmamish, succinct, very, very simple. When sunset hits, it triggers a time period called Benashmashis. When Benashmashis is over, it's nightfall. Okay, Benashmashis, according to the Rishonim, is twelve minutes long. Okay, it's twelve minutes long, twelve to fifteen. Twelve minutes later, it's nightfall. So, where does the seventy-two minutes come from? It's because the Gra holds that Benashmashis begins at sunset. Twelve minutes later, it's already nighttime. Rabbi Tam held that actually for 50 minutes, 50-something minutes, was it 54 minutes, 58 minutes, it's actually day, fully day. The sunset, the, the twilight, the, the sunset period, according to Rabbi Tam, starts 58 minutes later and lasts for 14 minutes. Correct. So there's actually, so it's like, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. We're just machmer because we're machmer like everything. So we're just like, oh, wait, 72. But according to the Vilna Gaon, after 12 minutes, it's already nighttime, like for sure. And according to Rabbeinu Tam, it's still for sure daytime for 58 minutes. So we just sort of put it together. 
So they if you think of it, also, well, Rabbi Tam has a later shkia. Right. That's the point. So if you think of it as a chart, we're, we just say, oh, shkia is at, at six o'clock, and nighttime is seven twelve, seventy-two minutes later. But that's not accurate, because what we're doing is we're actually putting two sheets together. You have a twelve-minute gray period, and then it's over. The Gra holds the gray period begins at sunset at six. Rabbeinu Tam holds it starts fifty-eight minutes later, and we're just sort of machmer. Ramosha held that. So okay, so it's it's so far so good. Ramosha held, and this is where I've mentioned this many times. Ramosha held that seventy-two was only for Europe. For America, it's fifty. Meaning he held that fifty and seventy-two are the same level of darkness. So Ramosha took seventy-two and smushed it down into fifty, which means if you do the math. The twilight period is not 12 minutes, it's 9. So at sunset, at 6 o'clock, right, instead of 72, it's 6.50. The whole thing's over in 50 minutes, which means, according to Ramosha, at 6 o'clock at sunset, 9 minutes later, the Gros says it's night. That's it. Then you got 41 minutes after sunset is when Rabbeinu Tam starts the sunset. It lasts for 9 minutes. So according to Ramosha, 9 minutes after sunset is nighttime for, Rabbi, for the Gros. So Ramosha said to start Shalashudis, when according to the Gra, it's already for sure night, that doesn't, he doesn't feel comfortable. So that's where emotion comes from. So I, I just, okay, that's all background. Does the same apply, let's say you want to dive in Mincha either? Correct. This would also apply to Mincha as well. You have nine minutes. According to Ramosha, you would probably have nine right, minutes to daven because uh, so so they're relying not on Ramosha. I Meaning, according you're right. The, no, it, not it, the Hasidim. No, no, no. I, I just I understand. By the way, why did Hasidim start mincha after fifty-eight minutes? So back over here, like this. So this is all the background. But bekitzer bekitzer amaisa, the Rav Aaron held you have forty minutes after shkia to to, to do shalshudis, and Ramosha held nine. Okay, let's go back to the Mishabura. So he says. Uh, if you dive in Mayriv early, for whatever reason, again, we don't do this anymore. For whatever situation, if a person were to dive in Mayriv early, you can't eat Shalshudas after Mayriv. Once you dive in Mayriv, that, that, that's it. If you were to dive in Mayriv at sunset, again, we, we don't do such a thing. But Lu Yitzu, you did. Then you can't eat Shalshudas anymore because it's, it's, a, it's a contradiction. Okay. Weiter, back to the Shulchan Aruch. Now the Shulchan Aruch, now here's one more Shaila I want to talk about. Um, and that is, so we said that if you start your meal before sunset, you can keep, continue going. Now here's the Shaila. What if you decide, I'm not eating this today. I mean, I'm not washing. I'll have some fruit. Uh, my stomach's bothering me. I'll have some cookies. I'll have some water. Can you then, if you start, let's say you fruit, you have a plate of fruit. So you start eating your fruit before Shkia. Can you continue after Shkia? By bread, yes. The question is, if it's not bread, do we say, well, it's shalashudis because I'm calling it shalashudis? You say, no, it's... So the Shulchan Aruch writes like this. Let's say you're just drinking water. Pasha, I have a can of soda. I'm drinking the can of soda before sunset. Says the Shulchan Aruch, the second sunset hits, you have to stop drinking. Meaning, if you wash before, you could continue. But if it's just drinking, no good. Now that's drinking. Now what about Mazinus? So we've had binary, right? So this is actually a lot of people don't realize. If you're not eating shalashudas, your stomach's bothering you, are not eating shalashudas, you can't drink. Uh, maybe water, you could rely on the shulchan but if you're having soda, you're having coffee, or, or any drink that has sugar in it, you can't drink it past sunset, because you don't have a head to continue. Now, if it's bread, you could. Now, the question is, what about mazainas? The shulchan no, but it's... No, no, no. 
Eichel is bread. So the point is, if you're eating with bread, then Avad, you can continue. Liquids, drinks not. The question is, what about Mezainah? So the Mishabur writes in Hay, Hainu sheyoshev lishtois meboidiyoim v'loi b'teich hasudah. This says Mishabur, we're talking about a case you're just drinking outside of a suda. So on the bottom of my Mishabura, I have Rav Nevensol. Rav Nevensol brings down like this. The Orach HaSholchan writes that if you're eating Mezainus, you have to stop. Meaning, there's no heter to continue Pashkia unless you're washed. If it's outside of washing, no heter. And that's Rav Heinemann's Shita as well. However, Rav Shlomo Zalman Orbach was not sure about it. He felt that maybe we treat Mezainus like bread that would allow you to continue. And Rav Nevinsel writes like this, Rav Nevinsel says, it sounds to me that the Shulchan Aruch says drinking. The implication is if it's not drinking, if it was eating like cookies or cake, you would be allowed to continue. So it's a Shaila. Uh, I would definitely say that it's better to be Machmer. Um, because you are putting yourself in a potential shiloh. But that, that's that. Let's jump a little bit. If you jump to Sif Hay, I have a couple things I want to touch on. Sif Hay, and then Sif Yud, uh, and then Simon Shin, uh, if we have time. So Sif, I'm sorry, Sif Hay. Tava Achel Kaidim Shehivdil, Yachel Havdal If you ate before Havdalah, accidentally, you could still make Havdalah. Okay, I mean, you didn't ruin Havdalah, that makes sense. Now, here's the shiloh. Sif Vav. Shachach Veloi Hivdil Bimotse Shabbos. Let's say a person forgot to do Havdalah Matzah Shabbos. You're, you're in Alaska, and I think Shabbos ends nowadays like 3.30 in the morning. So you, you forgot to do Havdalah, you fell asleep. So the halacha is, You could continue saying Havdalah until Tuesday. Now there is an opinion that holds that you're only allowed to do Havdalah on Sunday. Okay, but we pass him that you can go till Tuesday. Now, anytime, if you, let's say you forgot to make Havdalah Matzah Shabbos, you wake up Sunday morning, so you're making Havdalah. The Havdalah that you make, you, you don't say Besamim, uh, because the Nisham Yisrael already left you the night before. You don't say Ner, because the whole Indian, remember last time, the whole Indian of a Ner is that other Mauritian had the Chachma to create fire Matzah Shabbos, so it's Sunday morning. So you just do Bayer Piyagofen and Hamavdu bin Kodesh Lachal. Now, the Aminig of Chabad is they say Hine Kel Yeshua Si, even if it's Sunday. The Minig of everybody else is not to. The Minig of most uh, of Klal Yisrael is that if you're going to make Havdalah on Sunday, you do not say Hine Kel Yeshua Si. And why is that? Because I, I, uh, it's a tefillah. I don't, like what's, what does it hurt? So I saw Rav Heinemann, they asked Rav Heinemann that. Rav Heinemann said, that the Indian of Hine Kel Yeshua Si, like why do we say it? He said it's just to start off the week with a bracha. That Hashem is my salvation. It's just basically to start off the week with like a, like a chizik, like a chizik tefillah going into the week. So Heinemann said it would make sense that once it's already Sunday, you know, it's sort of not, uh, you lost the moment, the moment's gone. Okay, but that's the minute of Chabad is to say it, the minute of everyone else is not to say it. Now, that's all for Shabbos. Now, there's an interesting Mishabura. The Mishabura writes in Sifkat and Vav, uh, and why till Tuesday? Only till Tuesday, because till Tuesday is connected to the previous Shabbos. As opposed to Wednesday is already Mekusher to the following week, right? Wednesday and on is already Mekusher to the following week. Says the Mishabura. Right? However, yeah, I think I also once saw that that's the connection that today's Shishal Yoyim is L'chun Rana L'Hashem Nari L'Tzu Yishenu 
which is already the lotion of uh, Kabbalah Shabbos, because already Wednesday is already, we already have Shaykhs to this coming Shabbos. So it says in Obviously, by the way, don't think that because you could do it for Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, if you remember on Sunday you forgot to do it, they're like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Of course not. And especially there's an Isra Achila before. Fine. Now, here's the, an interesting Shaila I never thought of. Because this could totally happen. The Shaila is, the Mishabur writes, Rekiveger quotes the Sefer Loshen Chachamim. Let's say you forgot. Yomtif, right? Yomtif just happened. Was it Yomtif ended Monday? Yeah. Let's say you forgot. Matzah Yomtif, you forgot to have Dola. It doesn't make sense that you'd have three days because what's the three days? What Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? Like what's the significance of that? Do we say that you have any time at all? So he says over here, Matzah Yomtif, in la tashlumen. The Kivager's opinion is that if you missed Havdalah Matzah Yomtif, there's no making it up because it doesn't make sense. He says, It makes sense every Shabbos to say you have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday because Sunday, Monday, Tuesday are Makushah, are connected to the previous Shabbos. What days are connected to Yomtif? Nothing. So it says Mishabura, Mashiach Yomtif. Oh, it says Mishabura, um, Rav Kiveger, and that's the opinion of Rav Heinemann and the Shari Tshuva, is that you have one day, Isru Chag. Isru Chag is connected to Yom Tif. It's the day that everyone agrees you don't say Tachanun. Right? Isru Chag is definitely Mekusha to Yom Tif. And therefore, if you forgot Havdola and Matzah Yom Tif, you can make it up for one day. That's the Psak of, the, uh, of most Paiskin. Now, we are still, by the way, in Shavuos. Uh, it's just Agav. We're in the middle of the, uh, the Tashlumen for, for Nusach Svar. doesn't say Tachanun. For another five days, uh, Ashkenaz is already saying Tachnun, and the connection is what's the Indian? Because in the times of the Bishamikdash, if you didn't bring a carbon on, sh- on Shavuos, you have seven days. So, does that mean that it's like a Lamdash Chakira? Is it that you just have seven days to bring the carbon, or is Shavuos continuing for seven days? So, anyone who's learned any Sifr Chasidis this week, they all say that Kedushas Yom Tov is continuing, and that's the whole Indian. The Rebbe used to point out that that's the reason you want to say Tachnun, is because Kedushas Yom Tov continues. Okay. Jump if you don't mind to Sif Yud. The Shulchan Aruch writes in Sif Yud, Aser Lasei Shum Melacha Kaidem Shiyavdil. There's a lot of details in this, and it's an interesting Shulchan Aruch. You're not allowed to do Melacha before you do Havdalah. Now, Im Hivdil Betfila Moter Afa Bishadain Le Hivdil Al Kais. Now, to do Melacha, you see, to eat, you actually have to do Havdalah Al Kais. But to do Melacha, we all know, you say Baracham Avdil. Or you could say Atachon Antonu, or Datodienu. In, in, in Let's say you have to do Havdalah before you daven, just for whatever reason you need to take care of something before you daven. So you say, Baruch HaMavdil min Kaidish Ubein Hachal. Beloi Baruch HaVaisim Malach. You say, Baruch HaMavdil. Vichay Noshim, women, Shein Mavdim Batfila, women who generally don't daven Mariv, should just say, Baruch HaMavdil min Kaidish Hachal. Yeshalam Nishir Mavdil min Kaidish Hachal, Kaidim Shiyasim Malach. Now, there's such an opinion of Rabbi Yerucham Rabbi Yerucham held the whole Indian of Baruch HaMavdal you have to say Baruch HaMavdal do Malacha is only if you do something like significant time consuming and, and laborious but if it's something quick like putting the light on and off you could do that even without saying Baruch HaMavdal that's Rabbi Yerucham Shita meaning he holds and one Shabbos is over for, for simple stuff like turning the light on and off you would be allowed to and that was the minigin in Europe that Kehillah would say Baruchu 
I don't know why the Gabbai would not just say Baruch HaMavdil, and he would turn the lights on, right? They would have the lights would go off naturally, right? The lights would just die over Shabbos. They wanted Avimayrif, so they would say Baruch Hu, and then the Gabbai would, would light the candles without saying Baruch HaMavdil. Again, I don't know why he wouldn't say Baruch HaMavdil, but that was the minute. Now, by the way, this could be Negea. A lot of times you'll have it where, like, we won't time the air conditioner well, and it's freezing. The second Shabbos is over, you want to be able to turn off the air conditioner. So Avadi, you should say Baruch HaMavdil. If you didn't, Ravini Yeruchim would say that it's fine, but the truth is you should be machmer and say Baruch HaMavdil. Now, there's a lot of details here, so let's run through the Mishabura. The Mishabura writes um, in Sifkot and Lamed Vav, for if you don't have in my ribs, if you have my you'll say batotienu. But if women at home are waiting to cook, they should say By the way, they still can't taste the food because there's still an iser of eating before Habdal. Now, the Mishabura writes in Lamed Zayin, Shein Mavdilin, Hen Sherubin Leinogul Uspal. Most women do not have a Marv. But Lamed Ches, Halakas Ner, Hatam Kivin, the Mother Raisa Blay Havdal, Mutabimulacha, Takarns Chacham Mishitar, Cloud Mikoidim, Hikilamulacha Shimotar. And why is it that there was a minute where Venu Rocham says to light the candles without saying Baracham Mavdil? Because really it's Mutter. Shabbos is over. It's Chazal or Machmer, so they weren't Machmer if it was a Malacha that was super quick and super easy. Avalakas Ner, fine. And that was the minig that the Gabai would light the candle without saying Baruch HaMavdal. But writes the Mishabura in Lambetes. The Magen Avram questioned this minig very strongly. Where do we find such a thing that, like, uh, you know, Shabbos is over. You want to turn the light on? That's fine. You want to sew something? Nah. Where, where, where do we find such a thing? It doesn't make sense. Where, where, where do we find such a source to make a distinction between what type of malacha that you're doing? And maybe Rabbi Rucham was only referring to after you said Atachon Antonu. But not without saying, without doing anything. Okay. Um... By the way, that would show you that according to that, there's such a uh, such a possibility that even after Atachon Antanu, you should still say Baruch HaMavdo. But it could be Rabbi Yerucham was saying that after Atachon Antanu, you still could only do a Malacha quick. But you still need, you know, Baruch HaMavdo. Okay. Now, practical, how do we paskin? If you look at Mishbur and Mem. Baal Nefesh, someone who's very from, Yasek HaMashe Kasevet he should follow the opinion of the Darkei Moshe, the Shem Or Zeru, the Chedis Bezoyer, from the Zoyer. Shalil Halagner at Achar Seder Kedusha. There's such a shita that not only do you have to say Atachon Tanu and Baruch Hamavdo, you should wait for for the Atakadosh, Seder Kedusha. That's when Shabbos is officially over. That's when the Neshamas go back. You should wait. Shalil Halagner at Achar Seder Kedusha. Unless you're way unless you're doing it for the tzibur. Meaning, there's such a shita, such a possibility. According to the zayar, what this means is like this. It's very interesting. You're you're you didn't go to shul, right? So when is Shabbos? You have those summer Shabbosim where you're, the kids are looking at the clock. They're just like, oh my, when is this over, right? When is Shabbos over? So you say, okay, you look at this man, Chabad.org. It's eight fourteen. You pick a number, yeah. According to this, not only do you have to say Baruch Hamavdo, and not only should you have Meirav and Seatachan Antonu before you do something, but you should wait until the Tzibar gets up to Atta Kaddish. 
It's such a shita that you should wait till the tzibur gets up to Atta Kaddish. So you'd have to add a few more minutes. Again, if you want it to be machmer for the zayir, to wait for Shabbos to be officially over, you'd have to wait till the tzibur gets up to Atta Kaddish. Um, there is also another shita, which I, brought, I saw brought down, that you shouldn't do anything until you make Havdalah al-Kais. That's why there are those that are machmer, like very from people that they, that they, they won't drive. But uh, uh, technically, it's, it's 100% mother. Okay. Uh, do we have five minutes? Number five minutes? Okay. I just want to do Simon Shin. I want to do Simon Shin before we finish because this is the end of the first half of the Mishabura. The second half is, a, is, a, is completely different. It's like, a, it's like a complete change. It's going to be a lot harder for me preparing on this, but it's going to be good. Sh- Simon Shin. Malava Malka. Lo'oilam Yisadar Adam Shulchanoi B'Motzei Shabbos. The Shulchan Aruch tells you you should set your table for Matzah Shabbos to have a meal. Kedai Lavis is a Shabbos in order to escort the Shabbos out. Afilin Itzarchel Kazayis. Even if you're not hungry, you'll need a Kazayis. You should still set up a nice meal. This is the Indian of Malava Malka. So if you look at the Mishabura in Aleph, we'll just run through. There's three Mishaburas. Mishabura says, Hainu Lifrais Mapel Shulchan Derech Kavit. You should set the table in a nice way. You don't have to set more. You don't have to cook more than you need. But you should make a nice meal. It's better to make malav malak on bread. And better to have meat or other proteins. And if you don't have, you came in mezaynus upon him peperis. Again, it's like everything else. You start off with bread. If not bread, mezaynus. If not mezaynus, then fruit. It's the Indian of pizza, right? Pizza is bread, and you got cheese. You got your, you got your bread, your protein, uh, all good things. Now kedil lavi says the mishabura in beis. The kashem shetzach lechabed shabbos bin kedilos. The katzach lechabed misiyas. The Indian of malav malkus. It's part of the kabbat shabbos is to escort it out. Kashem shadam malav sambelich b'tzeisai. Just like you escort the king out of your home. Now. That's why you should not push it off. You should do it right away. Because that's covered Shabbos. That right away, as the king's leaving, you have a meal to escort him out. If you're not hungry, you shouldn't do anything like bequies. Meaning, if, if you're not hungry, you shouldn't like, oh, we're going to go to the city first. You should try to eat it as soon as possible. You definitely should not postpone a past chatzais. It's a very famous There's a bone in the body which he calls niskay, or they call uh, the uh, loose bone. And it doesn't decompose, and it's what will we will be used to to for reincarnation in Triasamesim. Even the rest of the body decomposes. This loose bone, the only thing it benefits from is Malavamalka. So Malavamalka is the it's David Amelech, which is that part of creation that was never affected by the Eitzadas. That you should know. Although Malav Malka is a beginning, it's not. It is, it's not a minig. It's a chiv, but it's not as much of a chiv of the of as the other three meals. Because over there, there's a biblical source. This is just a rabbinic mitzvah. What's the difference? So they're both rabbinic mitzvahs, but one has a pasuk that, that they they connected to one not. So what's the difference? Let's say you only have food for one. You should eat shalosh this, or 
let's say, like these type of days where Shal Shuddis, you're eating super late, by the time you're done Shal Shuddis, by the time Shabbos is over, you're not hungry, you have a choice. You can either have Shal Shuddis or Malamalaka, Shal Shuddis wins. I'll just mention one Shita. Um, one Shita, and that's the Shita of the Yerushalmi. Rev Nevinsel bases it on Yerushalmi. The Eshel Avram of the Chech says the same thing, which is that the Medayik from Yerushalmi, that all Sunday could also be considered more of a Malka. Therefore, it's brought down from Yishalmi, at least the Bacheshk was from Yishalmi. If you did not do Malav Malka, you could still be Mekayimit on Sunday. And breakfast on Sunday, you should have in mind, should be Malav Malka if you didn't eat. Um, one last halacha, and that's they bring that from Amelich Lezhansk, that women, Shiloh, whether they're obligated or not, but women should do Malav Malka. And that Amelich Lezhansk brings down there was a school to have an easy childbirth. If a woman eats Malav Malka in a proper way, it's a school to have an easy childbirth. Oh, stop it.